All I remember is a sudden glimpse of him. For my spiritual birthday, I get to finish reading the Urdu poems of Darshan Singh in Love's Last Madness. This is poem 88, which is from Talash-e-Nur, Quest for Light. All I remember is a sudden glimpse of him. Then I was lost to him and myself. Now the whole panorama of eternity stretches before me. Revealed when you lifted the veils that confine consciousness. For that one smile I'm grateful, which swelled like a wave and flowed onward as a sea of a thousand lights. In the wilderness of exile, you will sustain me. Your love will fill my heart as I mount the gallows. If your body is dragged through thorns, let it go. The soul is a flower that autumn cannot ravage. Hmm. Hmm. Nice poem. Let's see what it says. Talash e Nur is another co poetry collection of Darshan Singh. Quest for Light. All I remember is a sudden glimpse of him. Then I was lost to him and myself. Now the whole panorama of eternity stretches before me. Revealed when you lifted the veils that confine consciousness. For that one smile I am grateful, which swelled like a wave and flowed onward as a sea of a thousand lights. In the wilderness of exile you will sustain me. In the wilderness of exile you will sustain me. Your love will fill my heart as I mount the gallows. If your body is dragged through thorns, let it go. The soul is a flower that autumn cannot ravage. These are collected stanzas. Uh, hmm. Hmm. It's all the Urdu. Hmm. Verse 7. 88, verse 7. Oh, it goes on. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Next poem, 
or it's from Manso Inur, a boat of light. In pulsating dance, sins beckon and tease on the dance floor of the heart. Every human being is wrapped tight in the arms of desire. Were we to reflect your virtue in our lives, we would make this garden the signature of spring. To the garden you reveal the secret. The spring knows but one color. The flowers you infused with the scent of oneness. Uh -huh. Says that Manzoli Noor is a long poem on Guru Nanak's life and teachings. Uh, hmm. Didn't know that. Manzoli Noor, the collection, is about Guru Nanak. Uh, oh. hmm. In pulsating dance, sins beckon and tease on the dance floor of the heart. Every human being is wrapped tight in the arms of desire. Were we to reflect your virtues in our lives, we would make this garden the sinister of spring. Alexa, what's the definition of CY? Sorry, I didn't get that. Alexa, what's the definition of C-Y-N-O-S-U-R-E? Sinusure is usually defined as something that strongly attracts attention by its brilliance, interest, etc. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for sinusure. Sinusure of spring. To the garden you reveal the secret. Spring knows but one color. The flowers you infused with the scent of oneness. <laughs> and then this one, Ja Jada Jada Inur, Pathway of Light. All living creatures seek a life of peace. So pass your days on this earth humanely. Even the heart that beats in an animal's breast, no sympathy brims with love. He's saying the animals know. So look on all living creatures with love and compassion. Bring to humanity's night the light of dawn. Here it says, it's like a poetry collection pathway of light. It says, all living creatures seek a life of peace. Uh -huh. All of them. Hmm. Don't know if the alligators do, but hmm. all living creatures seek a life of peace. So pass your days on this earth humanely. Even the heart that beats in an animal's breast, no sympathy brims with love. So look on all living creatures with loving compassion. Bring to humanity's night the light of dawn. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So that finishes the book, uh, Love's Last Madness, with poem 88. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. What do you
commentary. Depends on what you want to hear. Psalm 88, verse 1, Talashinur, verse 150, couplet, fourth couplet. Pas utna yad he takra ke kisi se nazar. Verse 2, Talashinur, 68, fourth couplet. Mazahari babadi. Verse 3, Tashlashinur, 68. Us ek maji. Verse 4. <laughs> okay. Okay, verse 7, it says it's Mata Manzal Inur, is a long poem on Guru Nanak's life and teachings for which the poet received an Indian Government Academy Award in 1972. In this verse, Darshan speaks of Guru Nanak's Sadachar, whose importance Nanak poetically summed up as Sat Upar Achar. True living is higher than truth. Sankar Paul Singh translated Sadachar as righteous living, explaining that it does not imply any rigid code or set moral formula, but suggests purity and simplicity which radiate from within and spread outwards, permeating every action, every word, every thought. It is as much concerned with one's personal habits, good and hygienic, as with one's individual and social ethics. And on this ethical side, it is concerned not merely with one's relation with one's fellow man, but to all living things. Harmony, which is the result of recognition that all things are from the same essence, and so a worm is as much a part of Brahman as the mightiest of gods, Indra. Regarding the spiritual master's influence on the development of Sadachar and the relationship between Sadachar and the inner spiritual ascent, Kurpal Singh writes, Sadachar is a way of life, and in such matters only heart-to-heart can speak, and it is this that makes satsang or association with the true master so important. It not only serves as a constant reminder of the goal before the seeker, but through the magic touch of personal contact gradually transforms his entire mode of thinking and feeling. As his heart and mind under this benign influence grew gradually pure, his life more fully centers in the divine. In short, as he increasingly realizes and practices the ideal of Sadachar, his thoughts now scattered and dissipated will gain equipoise and integration till he till they arrive at so fine a focus that the veils of inner darkness are burnt to cinders and the inner glory stands revealed. <clears throat> Sartarshan Singh in verse 8 says, Mansal Inur, Urdu 82, says, Charanko. In this verse, the poet addresses Guru Nanak, who preached the message that the people of India and the entire world, the flowers of the garden, despite their diversity of color, were all united as children of the same creator in the oneness of God, the one color of spring, and that it was this underlying divine unity that made them fragrant. Verse 9 says, Har Jahantar, he says, though this verse is is an excerpt from Jadar Ka Lahu, Lahu, The Blood of the Living, a poem on vegetarianism. Do you know he has a poem on vegetarianism? Mm-hmm. It says, Har Jandar Anka Talib Ke Gitnan. From Jadar E. Nur, Urdu 229, Hindi 170. 
It's called uh, J-A-D-A-H-E-N-E-R. has a poem on, on vegetarianism called J-A, yeah, J-A-N-D-A-R-K-A-L-A-H-U. Anyways, I'll read the poem again. <laughs> the whole poem. Seems to be a compilation. But, hmm. Hmm. From Talashiner, Quest for Light, Poem 88. All I remember is a sudden glimpse of him. Then I was lost to him and myself. Now the whole panorama of eternity stretches before me, revealed when you lifted the veils that confine consciousness. For that one smile I'm grateful which swelled like a wave and flowed onward as a sea of a thousand lights. In the wilderness of exile you will sustain me, your love will fill my heart as I mount the gallows. If your body is dragged through thorns, let it go. The soul is a flower that autumn cannot ravage. From Mansal Enora Bodolite. In the pulsating dance, sins beckon and tease on the dance floor of the heart. Hmm. Every human being is wrapped tight in the arms of desire. <laughs> we were we to reflect your virtue in our lives, we would make this garden the sinusure of spring. To the garden you revealed the secret. Spring knows but one color, the flowers you infused with the scent of oneness. The Mamjada Inner Pathway of Light. All living creatures seek a life of peace. So pass your days on this earth humanely. Even the heart that beats in an animal's breast knows sympathy brims with love. So look on all living creatures with loving compassion. Bring to humanity's night the light of dawn. This was a big bouquet from Darshan's garden. <laughs> we read from a bouquet from Darshan's garden. <laughs> a bouquet. Bouquet. <laughs> How do you say that French word? Bouquet? <laughs> this was a bouquet. <laughs> hmm. Did you like it? We finishing Love's Less Madness, the poems on a spiritual path, revised edition, translation and commentary by Barry Lerner and Harbon Singh Beatty. Hmm. Did we finish it? <laughs> Do you think it's appropriate to finish it on your spiritual birthday? beginning of the quote of the book says, I do not walk alone. Love's mad zeal is my companion. 
out of the vortex of night's gloom, I'll distill the light of dawn. <laughs> Darshan. Darshan. Mm -hmm. What are we going to read next? Uh -huh. It was interesting. What was the thing from... Uh, uh, let me save this, I think. This is more about Urdu before we read uh, the poem again. <laughs> um... Let's see. This comes from an interesting article from The Hindu. It says, Understanding Rikta, R-E-K-H-T-A, which is like Urdu. It says, by article, you could read the, look up the article for the terms and the words. December 15th, 2017, by Kuldeep Kumar. Are Hindi, Hindavi, Rekta, and Urdu different names for the same linguistic, literary, and cultural heritage? Question mark. Read on. The three-day Jashre Rekta, Rekta festival that concluded on Sunday once again drew our attention to the shared linguistic, literary, and cultural traditions that have evolved over the centuries. <laughs> this is the fourth edition of the event, and the fact that it was able to attract the youth in great numbers was very significant. They attracted youth. Their presence dominated all the sessions, irrespective of the nature, and young men and women flocked to poetry, recitation at Mushara's and serious academic discussions and celebrity-driven events. Uh -huh. oh. So that's what young people are doing, is reading poetry. So what is Rikdal? That was celebrated with such enthusiasm and passion. It is the one of the names by which Hindi, Hindavi, Urdu was known in the 18th and 17th centuries. When Khalib chose to pay tribute to Mur, he wrote Rektake Duhin Usta Nahen Ho Khaliba Katehan Chate Charamanko Murbite Kalib, you are not the only master of poetry in Rekta. It is said that there was Mur too in the past. <laughs> That's a famous line. Rekta has at least three meanings. <laughs> so he's saying that the poem has three meanings. That's interesting. Yeah, but I didn't record there. Yeah. I have to re record it. This is better anyways. This is read read slower. Huh? Rekta has three meanings. He's saying that all the poems are supposedly have, are supposed to have three meanings. So we have to do the poems all over again and find the three meanings. Broken? One is broken. So... 
Remember how darshan is always broken up somehow, and then scattered, and then mixed? So the three meanings are broken, scattered, and mixed in comparison with the sophisticated and well-structured parjan, to or Urdu sounded broken and mixed as it had the linguistic structure of the Hari Bully and was colloquial in nature. There is a famous story about mirror. I like the story. A famous story about mirror, universally described as Kuda i Sultan Sukhan, the god of poetry, who was approached by it for advice by some members of Delhi's Muslim aristocratic families who had begun to write poetry in Rekta Urdu. After listening to their compositions, he bluntly told them that they were fit for writing in Persian, but not in Urdu, because the language could be learnt and imbibed only by sitting and spending considerable time every day on the steps of the Jama Majid. Masjid. That's the big uh, mosque in Delhi. So you can't learn it unless you sit on the steps of the mosque. Uh, I've actually been there. This language had its predecessor in Takini that had gone to Deccan from the north. As Amrit Ray has described in his book, A House Divided, the mixed language of the north, Hindi and Hindavi, traveled to the south, first with the Nath Panthi yogis led by Guruknath. You see, I find that interesting. Remember Guruknath? Long time ago, right? Long time ago, I I told some Russian guy who was into into esoteric Indian religions and stuff, and I said I followed this path and uh, I described the path, and he said, "Oh, you mean Guruknath?" <laughs> well, the Nath Panthi yogis, led by Guruknath. Uh, he, according to him, are like uh, predecessors of of Santmat, uh, which are they are in a large way. Not Panthi yogis led by Goraknath, and later with the army, and then it goes south by the, with the army, and later with the army of Aladdin Kulji under his famous general Malik Kafur, who conquered Gujarat in 1297 and Ma Maharashtra in 1304, and Andhra in 1307, and Karnataka in 1308. Then Mohammed bin Tagulag shifted his capital from Delhi to Devaguri or Duladabad, a large part of Delhi's population. So then, you see, Delhi's population moved south. Delhi's population went there, and many of them stayed back, even after Tuglag retraced his steps. They took there their language, Hindi, Hundavi, which was a mixture of Punjabi, Haryanavi, and Kariboli, and Prajbasha, and Abdi, and Rajasthani. The first important work in Dakini, Dakini is considered to be Maraj Ul Ashikon by famous 15th century Sufi saint 
Bandana Wars Gasudaras. Until the last quarter of the 18th century, the language was called Hindi, or Hindavi, or Dulavi, or the first ever use of the name Urdu occurred in a couplet by Mashafi. 1750 to 1824, that has been dated to not earlier than 1776. Uh, at the same time, it was also called Rekta, and thus Urdu and Rekta were used interchangeably. You see, they have a website called Rek Just Rekta, I think, and it's got, it's actually got uh, the poetry of Darshan Singh on it. Hmm. All of it. But it's in Urdu. A house divided. This is called a house divided. The origin and develop of Hindi, Hindavi, by Amrit Ray. The house of Hindi, or Hindavi, Hindustani, was divided at, now look how they created this stuff, was divided at Fort William College that was founded in 1800 at Calcutta, and where John Boothwick, Geese Gilchrist, a surgeon and wandering linguist. He was appointed to the professor of Hindustani. On the college staff were three Indian scholars, Sadal, Mishra, Isola Khan, and Wauji Wau, who produced three works and played the most important role in crafting two registers or styles of Hindustani. That we now know as Urdu and Hindi. <laughs> they somehow, dear, they took all these Indian languages, the Englishmen. They say, they say, it's like they had to create. They had to do something about all those languages, and they, in a way, created Urdu and Hindi. And Laluji Lal invented the modern Sanskritized Hindi by weeding out colloquial as well as Persian and Arabic words from the spoken Hindustani, while Insha wrote in the mixed language. It was at the Fort William College that Sanskritized Hindi was identified with the Hindu Hindus. While the other register that used words of Persian, Arabic stock were identified with the Muslims, they, like, split the language in half by religion. But the memory of a shared common language could not be erased, as is evident in an address delivered by Prem Chand in April 1936 under the title Hindu Urdu Ki Ekta. I think Ek means oneness or unity. The unity of Hindi and Urdu. Chandradar Sharma Kohari, whose short story, Usni Kahata, she had said, ranks among the best in Hindi. wonder what that is. Has already appended in his book, Parani Hindi, Old Hindi, published in 1914, that modern Hindi was born of Urdu. It seems that modern Hindi is born of Urdu. All the, these opinions, notwithstanding the grim reality that the linguistic duality has come to stay in over the past more than two centuries, modern Urdu and modern Hindi have crystallized. 
And here's a book called One Language, Two Scripts. It's just one language with two ways of scripting it, one with the Sanskrit style and the other with Persian style. Against this background, sustained endeavors like Jassi Rigda have played a very important role in underlining the essential commonness of our linguistic, literary, and cultural heritage. Urdu literature, especially poetry, is very popular among even those who cannot read it in Parjo Arabic script, and this fact acquires significance if one wants to find ways and means of minimizing it. If not doing away altogether, the distance between the two forms of essentially the same language are divided by the respective scripts. Scholars such as Christopher King, whose book bears the title, one language, two scripts, underline the linguistic unity of Urdu and Hindi. Jas Erekta celebrates this in its unique way. <laughs> that's it. That's that's an interesting uh, discussion of the language. It's from the Hindu, and you can look it up yourself on the internet, called Understanding Rikta by... Kuldeep Kumar, K-U-L-D-E-E-P-K-U-M-A-R. I'm reading the poems again from Darshan. From a banquet, bouquet. Is a bouquet a banquet? A bouquet from Darshan's garden. It says, it says from Talashi Noor, Quest for Light, poem 88, All I remember is a sudden glimpse of him. Then I was lost to him and myself. Now the whole panorama of eternity stretches before me. Revealed when you lifted the veils that confine consciousness. For that one smile I'm grateful, which swelled like a wave and flowed onward as a sea of a thousand lights. In the wilderness of exile, you will sustain me. Your love will fill my heart as I mount the gallows. If your body is dragged through thorns, let it go. The soul is a flower that autumn cannot ravage. From Monsoli Nora Bodolite, In pulsating dance, sins beckon, And tease on the dance floor of the heart. Every human being is wrapped tight In the arms of desire. Were we to reflect your virtue in our lives, we would make this garden the sinusure of spring. To the garden you revealed the secret. Spring knows but one color. The flowers you infused with the scent of oneness. Remember oneness, ek, ekta. E-E-K-E-K-T-A, oneness. From Jadalinur, pathway of light, all living creatures seek a life of peace. So pass your days on this earth humanely. 
Even the heart that beats in an animal's breast knows sympathy, brims with love. So look on all living creatures with loving compassion. Bring your humanity's night. Bring to humanity's night the light of dawn. That's the bouquet from Darshan's garden. That's actually uh, more poems. <laughs> the end of the book, too. So now our fate really much hangs on, uh, on you, hangs on a, a humble poet. Uh, so... What's your opinion? This is the, uh, we read from uh, the revised edition of Love's Last Madness, Poems on a Spiritual Path by Darshan, Poems of Darshan Singh, Translation and Commentary by Barry Lerner and Harpan Singh Beatty. Darshan Singh, Sant Darshan Singh from, is from 1921 to 19. 89, and the front of the book says, I do not walk alone, love's mad seal is my companion, out of the vortex of night's gloom I'll distill the light of dawn. does have a bibliography which got it's got a lot of references for further reading mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like for instance mm -hmm. Ansari the life and times and works of Amir Khusro <laughs> a Arbery the Quran interpreted or Beg uh, Urdu grammar or Braya Sikhism and spirituality Bicknell Hafez of Saraz uh, or William Blake the complete poems uh, Penguin books uh, have you read the complete poems of William Blake no we haven't we try I read some stuff on Blake though I started this biography. It was big. Mm. You could read Eliot, The History of India, as told by its own historians. <laughs> by its own historians, not by Englishmen. <laughs> that would be cool. Mm. Mm. Gibb writes Arabic literature. Mm. So it goes on, and there's a whole bibliography of more books to read. Mm -hmm. Or related books. Like Thapar, The Penguin History of Early India. 
As a whole, you have to get the book and look at it. So, and then you have to look up all the poems, and then get all the related books, and then look up all the related commentaries, and then you have to read it in Urdu. So, 